Stream PC UK. Why, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 191 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK, uh, and today on the show we have Greg Gamer 25, episode 191, coming in for the 200. Oh, great, great, great. Train Spot and Trev on Discord and the Trekway on YouTube and podcasts and platforms for all your Star Trek goodness. Yes, and Grey's Green Room also. Just check it all out. Oh, Smooth. <laughs> Hi there, my name's Ross Light. You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Ross Light on YouTube. You can find me on my LinkedIn on Ross Light LinkedIn. Go and check that out. It has all my different social medias. And I'm Shao and I'm known as Shaoberg across most platforms. But she's not on camera because she won't come on camera. Nope. <laughs> oh, the poor girl. Though. We will love you on camera. <laughs> even with the even with the war paint on, like are you like this... just come on with a with a fuzz filter? Uh, you know, everything's fuzzy. Oh yeah, get all the get the fuzz like completely across my face. That'd be fun. Yeah, <laughs> She's got it like a negative completely of what have. You know, you have like you have you, <laughs> and then behind you have the blur. She has all of her behind, <laughs> and then she's just the blur. That's right. Everything yeah. in the background we can see, like Joe and everybody, and you just that would work. Out. That would work. That would be great. Cool. That would be great if that could be a thing. <laughs> Did you not notice anything about the intro? That tune that was on before was a banging tune, and I'm sitting here, yeah. I'm dancing away, and then I realised the counters on four seconds. <laughs> I was like, oh yes, I didn't notice that. Click the buttons, and I forgot my words and everything. I was. That's just the way it is. That was, that I went with the song you. as well. <laughs> You're a brave man. You ought to make that same tune every week, man. That's good. Yeah, that was a good tune. That's... I don't know if we're going to get flagged up on Twitch because of uh, it's a known tune. It's a two-pack tune, isn't it? Or a, um... No, it isn't. We don't know anything about it? it. Uh-uh. We don't know anything. <laughs> we don't know anything. Do we? we don't know anything about that We tune. don't know anything Nothing about that two-pack tune. Thing. <laughs> right. No, two who? How is Pack everyone? What? <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a four-pack tune. Um, how are we all? What's everybody been up to? Playing games. Things. Picking Stuff. names. I'm not going to lie, I, I feel like I'm in a really silly mood today. So expect silliness. Oh dear, oh no. Yeah. I'm always in a silly mood, so... And nobody knows how silly it got before we went on the air, so yeah. So am I. Well, I'm yeah. normally silly normally as well, but if I'm saying that I'm silly on a silly day, then I'm triple silly. So for an extra £2 for a one-off special episode of Extreme PC UK After Dark, <laughs> you can too enjoy the silliness and the X-rated goodness. Yeah. No one wants to hear what we're like off air. One day oh, we're going to be do. recording by accident and people are going to get it and they're going to be like, oh my God. Do you know what? Um, Ant in our community, when he first met us, he, he actually texted in saying, can I listen to the uncut? Or oh, was it you, Trev? No, it was me. It was you. It was it was Trev. Me, man. I thought it was Ant. And he was like, that is the best podcast I've ever listened to. It's hilarious. <laughs> It was just a bunch of geeks just having a laugh and chewing the fat and talking about games. Like, what more do you want in life? Right. Seriously. Excellent. Oh, man. Right. Uh, a couple of announcements and bits and pieces I've got to go through before we start, as usual. Um, join our Discord at Extreme PC UK. That's where all the love is. Everybody's in the Discord. Um, also, a lot of love. if you've got any questions, you can put the questions in in the Discord room. There's a podcast questions room. Um, as you all know, I do have to say massive thank you to everybody i'm doing uh for autism i'm doing the spectrum color walk um it's a 5k walk it's only a small walk but it's for autism acceptance week man i'm already up to nearly 400 quid um which what? i really is, i really ross appreciate sorry is ross involved too yeah yes, he's, indeed I am. we're getting there i've just got to help him sort out all of his bits <laughs> and pieces but um yeah i want to say a massive shout out to trub trub shaw 
pulled me out. I called him out like I didn't call his name out last time, and he he texted me saying, "I can't believe you did that. You're just well out of order." Um, but I know he Mom. doesn't mean it, and he loves me really. But yeah, cheers, Trub. But cheers to everybody else that's donated to me as well. I really, really oh, do what appreciate. What did Trub do? What did Trub do? He donated, didn't he? He, he was the first one to donate, I believe. How much did he donate? Like my, my, was that like a massive donation or something? Not that it matters. No, no. <laughs> I love the way you covered us. I donated there. three times. Just saying. <laughs> um, Wait a no, minute. he was the first person to donate. But what happened was when I first set this up um, on that pod, on that podcast, which was live, I read out everybody that helped me in the first day, but I forgot to read his name out because it didn't go down the list. Oh that far. no! So he sent um... me a, a message saying, "I want a refund, Nick. I don't like you anymore, and you're not coming to my birthday party." <laughs> no he didn't really he was just winding me up yeah. but yeah cheers to that and cheers to everybody else if anyone is um like i said we're nearly on 400 pound i'm trying to get a grand um to do this walk and it goes back into helping people with autism um people like me where you can't see every day some of the issues that i have uh ross you'll know about this you've seen it firsthand um yep <laughs> And basically, uh, I just want to bring awareness to that. And Ross is doing the same thing because he's pretty much like me. Um, so, yeah. Not exactly like you. Like Not exactly like you. It's a spectrum. No, you're, you're a special. <laughs> you're a special kind of special, Ross. Definitely in a whole league you're on, mate. But we love you. Exactly. We have a lot of special people that, that, that wear the shirt. You know, like, uh, they, see? Oh, I don't need to. Though. I'm the boss, man. I don't have to wear the shirt. You lot wear the shirt. Nobody, <laughs> nobody would know where you're coming from. Like, this where's Extreme PC UK? And I got the logo not... right behind the chair. There's a logo. Trev, have you got a I'm, shirt? I'm not, buy- I'm, not buying- I'm not buying a shirt. I'm Scottish. I'm far too tight for that. I, I, give, I give him enough money as it is. He's got his own shirt. No He's got his train spot in here. one. This but is, anyway. You know, collect- anyway. This is, wait, this, this is a collector's item. I want you to know because this is the very first shirt produced under your logo when you first got <laughs> you know? the bubble. How do you I'm know? I'm serious. Send it to me. I'll sign it for you. How did you know it's the first one? I know it was because I made the first order. As soon as he went to Red Bubble, I clicked, bought the shirt. All right, okay, fanboy, fanboy. But yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, Spectrum Color Walk is in Battersea Park. Sorry, I've been drinking loads of cans of Coke. Um, it's in Battersea Park um, on the second of April. Um, I'm going to be there. Ross is going to be there. Anyone in the community is welcome to come down, um, show support. We'll go out and get some food after and stuff like that. Uh, it's going to be a very chilled day. Um, everybody's welcome. And if anyone, like, even if you can only give like 50p a pound or whatever, there's no, no, doesn't matter how much you give. Um, there's a link underneath the show notes. Just click that. It'll take you there and you can just uh, donate. And I appreciate anyone that does that. It really does help out. And like I said, we're going to try and get to our, our donation goal. Um, I have to share a massive shout out to Claxon. I don't know if any of you saw Claxon. done again? He busted, he, he busted over a hundred pound in there. Okay, hey. you win. Okay, I, I okay. thought I was Billy Big Balls, but you won. Okay, well done, Um, So, yeah, big shout out to him. Thank you for that. Really do appreciate it. But thanks, thank you to everybody that's put... Even if, like I said, even if it's 50p a pound, uh, everybody, cheers. Really do appreciate it. And uh, I'll be putting pictures up and stuff like that. Me and Ross, I'm sure he'll be blogging it or something on the day or doing something silly. I put the link um, in for you, Nick. Cool, cool, cool. Right, let's get into the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. So, basically... Uh, I don't know if I've ever spoke to this. I think I have spoke to you all about it. Do you remember them books you got years ago? The ones where you had the the cart. It might be too too old for you, Ross. Um, but Not for me. No, you'll definitely remember these. Do you remember the adventure books where you had the bit in the back and it had a map and it had all the scorecard and you'd have your life and you'd rub it out with a pencil and you'd go to page four? Sure. Yeah? Yep. So there's a lot of gaming shops in London um, and I went around all of them looking at games with my boys and that. 
and I wanted to oh, get wow. them one of these books. Do you know what? They're sold out everywhere. You can't get hold of these adventure books anymore. Um, it's obviously like D and D. Because of Stranger Things, it brought back people like him to play D and D, and that's gone into a massive thing. And now these adventure books, I think they're going to catch on soon as well. So I went into this massive shop in London, um, and I was looking around all their bits and pieces, and I got chatting to this girl behind the counter, and I said, look, like basically, I'm trying to find them adventure books, and the ones from years ago. And she was like, do you know what? Every time we order them in, we order in like five or six copies, and in the first day, they sold out. Um, Why so little copies? They need more, mate. Oh, well, I don't know. Just a few copies, because it's just a book that, I don't know, it's not, it's not something that's big anymore, is it? It's like it's from old school. <laughs> But um, but basically, so I got speaking to her, and she was like, "Look, if there's none on the shelves, we ain't got none. But there is this version of it online." And I was like, "Really?" She said, "Yeah, it's still a book. It's not a game. It's a book that you read, but it's got animations, and it's it's a really weird way of saying it. It's it's still like you're at the book, but it's got sounds and it's got like animations in the background. And so your character as well is a, is an actual like little figure, you know, like you'd get from Warhammer." And it's that on mm-hmm. screen. And then your little character just moves, wobbles across the map like it's a character in a book, basically. Um, and I've been playing it. It's called Sorcery. And do you know what? You can get it on, like, the PC. It's on iPad. It's on Android. Um, and there's there's all different versions of it. I think there's, like, I've got Sorcery 1 and 2. It costs 10 quid. Uh, but I think there's 3 and 4 and 5 and 6. And they're all different adventures in this fantasy world. And I've got to say... I don't norm. I can't normally read a book at all. It goes in one ear and out the other, but because it had yep. the animations and stuff on it, yeah, like literally, let's just, if like if I was reading a book about building PCs, I'd read from front to back and I'd remember it. It wouldn't forget. I wouldn't forget anything about that book. But in a normal storybook, it goes in one ear and then I think I'm just reading words and then them words. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I can read really well. Like like if I was to read a book to you guys, I could read it like I'm narrating a story properly. Um, but I'd I, buy that shit. Yeah, I found this really, really cool. It starts off and you like get a character and then it jumps into the book on the map um, and then it tells you about like you can use like your... Um, you have so many hit power and stuff like that and it shows you where you roll the dice and stuff like that. And basically, you go through, but what it also has, which, which you, do, you, you can do in a book, but it's not the same kind of thing, is you can back up. If you die, you can click back to each page that you went to before. So you can go backwards through the motions and start from there again. Um, and it's really good. It's like you get like different different areas. So when you start, it's sort of got like a tutorial where it's like you can you can go to the mad magician's hut or you can go over to like the um, weaponry guy. Um, and it's like go over there and he'll teach you how to fight. And what happens is it plays you through like a tutorial in a book. You're reading it all. So if you say like you come into battle with like say the tutorial guy to learn how to fight, you have to read the paragraph about what's happening. So it will say like, oh, the the lizard's gone into a defensive maneuver. He's got his, his, his sword up backwards and he's holding it above his head. And then basically, because they don't want to make it like a game, they want to keep it as a book, it's all stills. So you've got on screen your guy and there's a slider and you can have him, if you get him far to the left, it means he's in defensive position. So he's sort of crouched down. If you move him one one across, he'll stand straight. If you move him one across again, he'll look like he's going to hit the sword. If you move him one again, it looks like he's going to hard attack. And what you've got to do is you've got to pick which one you want to do. And then when you click submit, it will just do a quick animation. Go on. Question. That's the best way I get them, actually. Yeah, do it. Um, 
how do you know if that's real or this right now is real and you're not actually in the game you're playing like <laughs> Inception and the Matrix rolled into one and you had a what? little child how do you know what's I'm real I'm not going to lie to you I, I, I can't get around what you're saying that's too deep for yeah, this time of day good, mate I've got two brain cells <laughs> One of them's resting right now. I'm, I'm actually, an how, how do you know the game, game is real? <laughs> how do you know the game's real? Do you play the board game? You could be so in depth there into the matrix with this game, you're thinking, shit, I could die if I don't roll a double four here. Yeah, well the thing mean? is, like, I, I think I lied about that. I haven't even seen a dice in there. So I lied about that bit. There's no dice. How do you, how do you move? Wow. My mouth was just wow. talking, but my brain wasn't thinking. Sounds about right. And time. it's even harder Hands when I've got Ross in them tight shorts, like he's about to get on a racer. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're, they're very tight, very tight like a toyka. Um, <laughs> what is that? That's oh, a die. That. That's a die. That's a special dice right there, yeah. What is that, yeah, 28 sides? That's what I got, yeah. Craig. The, 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 the God of War Ragnarok special that I got, remember the hammer? It came yeah. with a special uh, uh, die as well. Like all oh. these like ancient oh, little dice. pieces great i like that i'm i'm an avid dice collector obviously i play D D. i have like a huge bag full of sets of dice i just i love she's got them. loads of dice she oh, even started making little animals to hold the dice wow i did she, oh yeah she was packing. She was packing. Ross broke out his dungeons and dragons kit now he's got all the uh all the little dice that were all... <laughs> yeah that's a um, that's a d4 right there yeah. oh they have names yeah, there's D4. How many sides there are? Um, GR502 says, uh, so it's classic text-based adventure game, like in the 80s. Yeah. It's exactly that. Like that. But what they've yeah. done is they've made it on the computer, but it's really good, the balance between game and book. They've definitely made it not like a game. It's like everything's text-based. You're reading the whole thing. And it's really cool. Like, say I read one paragraph about, it could be like, you've got a path in front, a bit like D&D, you've got a path in front of you. To the left, there's a pub. To the right, there's an alleyway. There's a drain cover on the floor, and there's yeah, a tree stuck in the middle with an arm hanging out of it, or something mm. like that. Um, and then the it gi- <laughs> then it gives you the choices underneath, and you click one of them. And what it does is that piece of the paper then goes up and gets stitched to the one at the top, and then it goes up a level, and then the next bit shows. But in the background, you're on the map, so you've got like the map. You know how the map used to look in the back of the book? Mm. It's like that. So it's like a draw- hand-drawn map, um, and you're on the map. And basically, it will say, oh, yeah, so if you want to do this, it doesn't go go to page. What it does is you drag your character. So on the map, it will pop up with, like, the pub, or it could be, like, a woods. And and then you drag your character there, and the piece will move. And then it will say, right, now you're in the woods. You've done this, blah, blah, blah. And you carry on. But the thing is, it is so much like um, one of them books more than a game, but just with sounds and stuff. So say it says, oh, you can head towards the ocean, or you can head towards the woods. If you say you're going to go towards the ocean, you'll hear ocean splashing in the background, but very subtle. It doesn't doesn't overpower you actually reading or atmospheric. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. need to so go to the toilet. One of the two. It's it's all <laughs> it's almost like your like what you would imagine because when you read a book, the reason why a book's so good is because it's your imagination that makes the book good. Because you imagine what so you want to imagine. Why do you not read imagine. more books, man? Your imagination is a lethal I weapon, read a good book or bad. So if you me. read a book, you could. Your imagination would make that like something out of this world. So you should read more, actually, if anything. No, I can't take it in. I physically can't take it in the information. Unless it's, unless like it's you, a mate. building book or a learning yeah. book. It's something you really love because I'm the same. I'm like, 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 see what I've been reading in the past. I've like read something 
where it's four pages the author's taken it, to describe how one yeah. character looks at the other one in love. Whereas you watch a TV show, you could see it in five seconds. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not, I don't <laughs> like books, mate. I don't like books. But I, I actually Sorry. read four pages, and I read the whole everything, and then the four pages go by, and I stop and I go, like, in my head sort of go, what have you I didn't done? Take any and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know read, I was just reading the words. They were just floating over my head. But this actually brings you into it, and it's sort of... I would say this is a very, very good game if you want to get your kids off of computers and transition into reading books more than sitting on the computer. Because you know what it's like nowadays. Kids just want to get on the computers. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a really, really cool... Um, it's very, very high-end uh, made as well. And that's why it's 10 quid for the first one and two. Um, and I've, is that I've... a lot? What, is 10 quid? I don't, know. I don't know what to like gauge it against, you know, so... Yeah, well, the thing is, if you was buying a book, how much is a book going to be? Five ninety nine? Oh, it could be more than that. No, no, like, the latest books are like 15 or 20 quid, if it's a decent book, yeah. Yeah, but these were only small books, weren't they? They were just like little, um, they were only small, like, they weren't like big I... expensive books. It's not, you're not buying the Tolkien or, is it uh, Tolkien? No, no, but it's a, it's a decent price, mate. That's what I'm saying, like, it's not as much as you think. That sounds like two, two, two books or two editions for yeah, a tenner. Yeah, so two for a tenner. That's and decent, obviously man. Obviously, you get two more for another tenner. Um, well done. Can I drop a link to it? Um, it's on. The thing is, it's on Steam as well. I can actually get you a link. Let me load up Steam. It's, it might go over the cameras quickly, but we'll see what happens. What grey? Lord Schlong. <laughs> That's his name. What? It's, uh, you can't it really? See it in the chat. Yeah, but not in the chat. The chat doesn't count. You know, I, want that that? I want that just, nickname because it's it, not true. Actually, I helped him give that name. Is he, he had a name similar to it, Long John, whatever. And I said, just call yourself Lord because everybody knows he's his Lord. And then, and then they go, how about Lord Schlong? And he goes, oh, that's a good one. So he changed it to Discord. <laughs> right, so here... Lord, you're, you're the best, Lord. I love the, I love the way, like, we're talking about a book and you, and you two just randomly talk about some random mm-hmm. stuff. It's or, in the chat. It's in the chat. Keep an eye on the chat. To anyone listening, they're going to be like, what are they going on about? Sorry, this is in the chat. Sorry for the people listening on so the we, audio. We knew you had to go get something. So we're Have a quick look at that, you lot, and tell me what you think of the way the graphics are and stuff like that. Um, and see what you think. Uh, it, I would like to get your opinion on this, whether you think it's a game or is it a book? Does it cross into our world or not? Is it in the middle? I really, really like this idea um, because for me, it's something that I'm reading and I'm like, I, I hate reading in, in games. I never read in games, you know? I hear that. Well, will you play those games when that comes up? Like uh, uh, Fallout and stuff like that and a lot of the tech stuff. You, you play games like that, no? Yeah, I hate that play, stuff. I get, skip it all and then die. Yeah, but you happened. get into it for like the first three hours or so, and then you think, oh, it's just going on forever. I'm bored. Oh, no. Skip, skip, uh, skip, skip, skip. And then the guy's like, what was the code? And you're like, oh. <laughs> this is uh, looking quite interesting. It also has a combat system in it, and it seems like there is dice rolling into it, so there's a bit RNG included. It also seems like there's some text-based puzzles in here, so you might have to do some like uh, graphs or something like that. In terms of this being a game or a book, I would say this is a mixture between the two. It's more like a additive reality book because it adds different animations to it. So it's not fully like a book, but it's kind of like halfway between the two. I yeah. think it looks like a really good fun text-based adventure. Yeah, yeah don't, it, don't I you think, think it's good? Really fun. It's well done. Would you? Yeah, would you? Would you do it. this? I like the style. Yeah. Did you notice I didn't say play this? <laughs> Would you really do this? <laughs> Too much reading. Oh, 
How much? How much is it in Turkey? Hold on, pause a minute. Pause a minute. Gray's getting slated here. He started again, and he started again. I'm only his his side comment. What? Say that again. (laughs) I said too much reading. No, I'm kidding. So we can't have bad graphics. Now we can't have words. (laughs) No, I think it looks pretty good. I like it. It looks neat. Understandably, I would not play this game because it would be absolute hellscape for me. Um, (laughs) But for someone else, this is a perfect game to get lost in. There's a lot of different D&D games coming out now in the next in the past couple of years that I've noticed, and with the popularity of D&D itself. Uh, if you guys do like D&D and you want to check out a website where you can play online, uh, Roll20 is a good place to go if you like type of text-based adventures like this. I've heard of those guys. Yeah. I'd like to learn D&D, but I don't think anyone would have the patience to teach me. I, I, I don't get I D&D, can. man. It's like you've got, base, you've got base rules, but you can make up whatever the hell you want. Yeah, because like, it's about yeah. making the story. It's but not it's about up, winning. It's up to the GM. It's up to the GM yeah. to figure out your actions. So a lot of the time, like, my GM will have, like, this kind of rough plan of where we're going to go, where we're gonna, what we're going to do, and we choose mm-hmm. something completely different, and he has to make it up on the spot. Like, we ended up, I played last week, we ended up in a town that he had no idea we were even going to go to yet. And he was just like, oh, God. So he was, like, making it up on the spot. And he did a fantastic job. I would love um, to try it. Those it so much fun. guys, I would love to try it. Like, I, I might Me even and you just be sit no and good watch trip. one. We get kicked out in five minutes. We only played no, Tabletop no, Simulator and you kicked no. me out. No, <laughs> they I, gave I, me I a can, bloody iPad with music on. on it so I could run the music to shut me up. I, I, I can bite my tongue and I have some imagination on me. So, like, can you get, like, rude versions of D&D? Oh, oh 100%. It's all about who you're playing with and what they're, like... Limits are really. Sign me up, pal. I'm there. Just be the bard. Just, just quickly. Uh, Gr five two says, "I like reading mm-hmm. books, but I really hate reading in games." Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm exactly the same. I like. Interesting. I don't mind reading in games if it's one sentence every twenty minutes, but when it's like having having a full on chat and you're like, "Oh, next, <laughs> next," and you you're Shut trying, a, 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 yeah, you're trying your hardest to just read it and go, "I'm just gonna put up with it for a little while, read it," and then it's like, That's... "Oh." But you just need to ask these questions next. And it's got like five questions. You're like, oh my God, skip, 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 skip. And then in a game like Fallout, you're like, I probably missed half the storyline now, but I just couldn't keep reading that out. Like, it was taking forever. Um, but I will not lie, on this game, this is a reading game, but because it's sort of like subconsciously, your mind knows that you're reading a book, so you don't mind reading this because you know the game is reading. Does that sound weird or not? No. Yeah. So, oh, sure. so you do so. actually enjoy it because you expect to read and you're reading. And you mm-hmm. sort of, what I liked about it personally, sounds a bit corny, but it was like, I come upstairs in my like, office lofty gaming room, put it on. office lofty gaming room. <laughs> something like that. Um, <laughs> I put it on and then I was literally reading it and I got immersed in it. And because it doesn't, it doesn't give you too much animation or too much pictures, it, it gives you pages of a book. So... If it says I come across a goblin and me and him are going to fight, it will show me a picture of a goblin in a still picture in a book. So it's a picture mm-hmm. like in a book. So you don't get... And then your... you go and mess them up. Yeah, but but you imagine like you would if you was reading a book because they don't give you anything other than that. It's only background sounds and like colours and stuff like that. So, you know, if you're talking about, like I said, about the sea, then you might see some sea in the background or something. But it's very, very, very minimal. Um, but it's a wicked game. Uh, sorcery. Check it out. I'd love to know how many people like this game, uh, if people will play it and stuff like that. Will any of you play it? No. No, not that. I'd rather I... try I'd tried rather try D. Ross, like Ross is the only one with an excuse. I'd here. give it a go. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I honestly think Shell, you'd really like it. I really do. Yeah, I think I would. I'd give it a go. But um, right. Discord stream it and I'll watch. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> I'll get you to stream it and you can be my voice. I'll just sit here and you can read it to me. There you go. Uh, it'll be story time with Shellbug. <laughs> interactive. Time, yeah. yeah, interactive stream. Me and Jansen used to do that show. on Stranger Things. Read it out to each other. Looking back, mm. it's a bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Two grown men reading to each other whilst people watch. Oh, it's adorable. Why not? Once upon a time, there was a show. <laughs> Who was the big spoon, though? Oh. Oh, here we go. Back into the spoons. We're going down that road, are we? Um, We're not. <laughs> no, don't go that way. No. <laughs> uh, right. Let's move on. Um, next up, we've got a question from Cal. Um, always love questions from Cal. And if anyone else has got any questions, just put them in the podcast room or send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk um, and we'll take We're them from there. right now. He says, uh, what is your favourite first level or intro sequence in the game? I'll let one of you go first. Gray. Favorite first level. Hmm. That's a, that's a hard mm. one, but if I had to name something that just starts out with a bang, I would probably go to the new Doom. The what? Like Doom two thousand the new Doom, like Doom two sixteen. Oh right, you know, Doom. Or, 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 because you start off with a bang with you know, getting into the Doom is in the movie or Doom? Ross, did you no, just donate to me? Game. Favorite yeah. first level or I like you said Doom. Game. Doom. Was that you though? D O O M. Oh, cheers, cheers. Yeah. Ross just donated 20 quid. Thank you, Ross. Well done, mate. So it would be Doom for me because it starts right out with fashion uh, demons. And so that's good. I like that. If, Doom if, is a good game. If anyone does donate to our Autism Walk, um, Gray will keep posting the link up there. If anyone does, then we'll, yep. we'll read it out uh, as soon as I can see it anyway. Um, but yeah. Sorry, I missed all of that because I was trying to work out who, who did that just then. <laughs> it was Ross. Okay. Uh, right, go on. Who's next? Going to steal <laughs> Gray's idea. I couldn't think of one. I generally could. I was thinking about this before. Like I could not think of one because, like, I've got a memory of a goldfish. But then Gray and I have similar-ish gaming habits in terms of genres and whatnot, and we both love Doom. And I just remember, yes, it's not. There's two recent Dooms, 2016 and 2021, and it was the 2016 one because. You're like you you start on a table and you've been captured by the demons, but you manage to like break free, and then you like literally like punch this demon in the face, like just take him out, sparkled out, and then yeah. as you as you get round the table and you find out what's going on, one of the first things you pick up just after that is the shotgun, but the music's on the, the whole time in the background. The music's on the doom kind of music. <laughs> That's why I love that I metal hell singer. And then and then and then as soon as you pick up the shotgun. Just as you're about to start the game proper, he like cocks it, mind out the gutter. He locks and loads it, you know. Ch -ch. And as soon as he does that, as soon as he cocks it, the music finishes and ends right on that. Ch -ch, and then you start blasting things. And I was like, yes, baby. So good shout, Greg. Great, great <laughs> minds think alike. No problem. No, oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, for me, mm. uh, I'm going old school, back to my faves. Um, and I oh. would say that if I have to think ah. of it, I'm going with intro as well. Not, not, um, Terraria. not, not, yeah. no, 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 no. You've made me lose my train of thought now, you bastards. Well, um, it's not difficult, intro. is it? <laughs> You're going to intro sequence. No, so I'm going intro sequence rather than uh, first level. Sorry, my mind just wandered away there. 
Um, and basically, I'm going back to the original XCOM. Well, it might even be the second one. XCOM Enemy Unknown, the old school with the favorite graphics that Grey likes. Yeah. And the reason why this is so nostalgic for me and why I like it so much is, is when I was a kid, I loved Aliens, yeah? I loved Aliens more now. I still love Aliens. That's why I got Larry over there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But when that game comes up, the first thing you hear is like, Ding! it's like really freaking. It's like, like... You could imagine loads How of. How does it go again, mate? It goes like that, and basically <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, the aliens have come, and I'll always remember that intro. And how many people in the chat remember XCOM's intro? I can't really do it without. I can't really do it. Should I get it up on YouTube so I can show you it? Oh, steady, steady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, talk about your one, and I'm going to get it up. Oh, oh. Awkward. You're gonna you're gonna actually play this. I'm gonna play the intro. I'm gonna it's find it. I'm gonna it, find it. But tell Joy he's gonna get it up quicky, mate. He'll mess out. Go on, go on, Chell. What's your your one? Why I get it up? Um, I'm trying to think. It's a, that's a really difficult question. Like I know it comes to me from anticipation as well. So the Breath of the Wild, Zelda Breath of the Wild, was like I was looking forward to it for so long. I'd been watching it for ages. So when you finally watched it, that opening sequence and the first time having that kind of you know, proper open world and everything like that. So I would say probably that one stuck with me. Far Cry 5 had a great intro as well. Like, if you've ever played the story, just, I won't spoil it or anything, but the, the creepiness, just kind of the introduction well to the characters was also really, really good. Um, but obviously, uh, Fable 2 had a great intro. Still, that's going to be in my heart till the day I die. <laughs> and I talk about it all the time, but yeah, Fable 2 is also great up there. So those are the three that really stick in my mind. Yeah, I haven't Fable played a Fable game yet. It's disgusting, I know. You're disgusting. But I will complete Breath of the Wild before the second one comes out, because I kind of have to. Yeah, I yeah, yeah you have to. Though I think the next well, one's a prequel, right? No. As they haven't said. They've said very little the, about the new Tears of the Kingdom. So I thought, I thought the new one was, like, years before. I'd have to look it up. I it think it's like a circle better. of snake, where it's like an infinite loop that this one would cause. At the end of it, I believe is the theory. Ah. Um, well, this is getting dark, mate. This is getting deep, deep. So, deep. my favorite Ooh. game intro and favorite game beginning. So, I have two. I have well, Fable Two again, awesome choice, Shell. That is an awesome choice right there. The intro for that, the animation sequence, really good. Tugs at the heartstrings, but you can't yeah. see Borderlands Two intro mm. in terms of like. Oh yeah, that's that was what I was music. thinking of as well. Yeah. I did think about that one. Fair play, fair play. Oh. Borderlands. Uh, not Borderlands 2, Borderlands 1. No, Borderlands 2. 2. Borderlands 2 on the train. Yeah. Like... Is it Borderlands 2? I thought it was Borderlands 1 where they've got that, and, and then the bus comes along and all that. Uh, there's Borderlands 1 does have the bus, but Borderlands 2 has the train sequence, which is a lot better than the bus sequence, which is from Borderlands 1. Um, also, for the best game opening moments, it's got to be Bulletstorm. Because you're a drunken pirate yeah. on top of a ship Bullets trying fun. to blow off a bottle off someone's head. And I was just like, nice. this is immediately fun. The Bulls are so old now, but it's still good. It's still a great game. I wish they would do it, a sequel. They never will, but... I want but... them to do a remaster of it and then make a sequel to it. Did. It did do a remaster game of it. Put it out it a few did? years ago. Yeah. Check on Steam. They remastered it a few years ago. I, I just send me a link to that, Cray. I just had a really yeah. silly moment in my own head. So Go I, for found, it. I found the intro. 
And then mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if I play the intro on Twitch, they'll pull me up because of the music. And then I thought, hold on a minute, it's a just game. Mute it then, it's a yeah. it's a game. <laughs> that it I can play uh, on there, so it'd be yeah, fine. You can still do ten seconds. I think they said. No, right? no, listen to what I'm saying. It's a game. If I was playing the game, it'd play. You're the streaming intro. the game, yeah. You'd play <laughs> the intro. That's true. Yeah. Um, right here, you ready for this? I, hopefully, there's nothing bad on this YouTube. I'm just gonna. I I can't listen to it pre before, because pre before I can't listen pre to it beforehand before. because it will come out straight away onto speakers. So we're taking a risk here. Oh, no. If this looks like the game and then it's someone else shouting out random <laughs> shit. Um, risk it for a biscuit. Yeah. Right, you ready? Here it you comes. You may never see us again. You may never you see us again. You can tell me if they're... If it's like it is in there. It's probably not. Right, here we go. Here we go. Let's listen. So you're playing a hairy banjo. Anyway. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't hear it. Right, everyone else can. Damn it. Oh, come on, man. I hear a lot. Pew 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 pew. Die die die. All right, I'm gonna send you lot the link for it anyway right now, because I, I just realised that you lot it. couldn't see it. So everyone that's in the chat that wants to hear it, there it is for everybody else. I did hear it though. I just... But it's the beginning bit. It's the beginning bit. Yeah, I heard it. But I think I was right. What did everyone think? Did you think that that was that was how I did it? And that reminds me yeah, of being a kid, man. Accurate. I remember being a kid and hearing that and thinking, yeah, I'm going to be I'm kill the aliens, kill them aliens. It's like when, you know, right. attack the block. Have you seen attack the block? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've seen that, yeah. That's uh, so a wicked good. film. It's wicked film. But anyway, mm. uh, who's not done? Are we all done? We are. Oh, and if, anyone can, if anyone's driving their car right now or they're walking to the shops and they listen to the podcast on their headphones and you can think you can hear a random man talking in the background... It's just Cheryl's Joel. husband. Oh, I'm sorry. He's sorry. I'll tell him. It's all right. It's all right. He's on the computer behind her. They're like a gaming family. I was wondering what you're talking about. I was like, what a random. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, Cal, cheers for that question, dude. I really do appreciate it. Um, right, let's move on. The next game I want to talk about is something I played. I've only played it briefly. Um, you know, I've been playing Vampire Survivors, and I might as well talk about both of these as quickly at the same time. So basically... Vampire Survivors and Star Survivor um, are basically the same kind of game. They're like, uh, you, what are they called? Roguelikes, where you run around, like you kill that. everything, um, and you keep getting unlocks. And Star Survivor is another one. It was only three quid. So I thought I'd bite the bullet and play that as well. And I literally played it. Do you know what your um, Soulstone Survivors is like? Is it Soulstone mm-hmm. Survivors? Yeah, Soulstone Survivors, yep. Yeah, okay. so it's... This Star Survivor is the same as that, um, but you're in a spaceship, a little spaceship that you fly around. Um, it fires off on its own, but in this you can fire up, down, left, or right. So you've got slots on your spaceship. You've got like six slots on the front. I think there's like one on either side and one at the back, and you can upgrade them for more slots and stuff like that. And instead of how in our game you just collect the weapons, in this you can select where you want them on the ship, up, down, left, or right. Um, and basically you go through different levels... Um, across like there's like loads of hexagons and you have to get from one side to the other side to get to a boss and as you go through you get missions and stuff now i'm gonna be honest i it was an okay game it was very basic it was more i felt like it was more of a mobile game um it was nothing like uh 
as exciting as Vampire Survivors was, which is like, that's taken me to the next level. I've been streaming that. Every time I've streamed for the last week, I've been playing Vampire Survivors. And I'm quite surprised. A lot of people watching it as well. I, I didn't think I'd get a lot of people watching that, but like getting 20 people in watching me run around on this crazy map with no one's got an idea what's going on. Um, but one thing I was going to say, Gray, which uh, your Soulstone Survivors is different, I believe. Uh, I haven't seen that, and I'm going to play that after I finish Vampire Survivors. I was playing it, and there was one achievement to find the yellow sign. So I looked up how to find the yellow sign. You have to go into a certain um, map. You have to kill this boss, and then you can then get an... Uh, when you come out, there's another map. You have to get an original character, use him, and then if you keep going like to the east, you'll come to a yellow sign. Um, so I'd done all this, got the yellow sign, and all of a sudden it's like you've opened up a no menu. And all of a sudden, all of these hidden items that was there, I think I was up to about 133, there's now 145. Um, and there's one to turn the map upside down and give all the monsters 200% increase. And it just reset and opened up a whole new load of stuff. There's all new weapons and all new stuff. Um, so if you play Vampire Survivors, keep going. Look at all the secret, uh, in the secret menu um, and the hidden items. Because there's so many levels in that. I don't know how many hours I've played in that game now. But I know it's a lot. Well, uh, is there a diamond camel skin that you can get at the end, though? Mm. Technically, no. Not a diamond a diamond camel oh. skin. What is it? What's a camel skin? Camel. Oh, I feel like camel that's flies. a joke. Oh, I oh camo. Saying... He I did, wish I a camel. He said yeah. camel, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, like I was, like, I was thinking, is he yeah. taking the piss out of yeah, someone? one hump or two. Camouflage. <laughs> He's shot for camouflage. It's French, I'm, I believe. Michelle, camouflage. I'm really glad that you thought that as well because for a second I was like, oh, yeah. it's his accent. I've, I've gone along with that one. I've gone and mugged him off there. I this going to be some sort of weird like, <laughs> I mean, camel toe I, reference or something. I, 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 a diamond camel, like, that's just painful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just moving on. Expensive. He would have much yeah, preferred the on. toe. Probably, yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> mm. Indeed, I get that all the time. Um... Oh, man, I keep going mind blank today because you lot are just ruining it for me. You've got all I can oh, all God. I can see is a camel toe now. Oh my God, <laughs> man! Ross, sit down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the way oh, Ross. I he's see. so innocent. He said sorry as well. No. <laughs> I don't mean. Um, I don't mean. No, basically, in the game there are lots of unlocks and there's loads of characters. So as you go through, you do get these rare characters. And um, there's like this queen one that you get in the end. It's meant to be well OP in that. Um, but I've got this one guy. It looks like a brain with a body sticking out of it. Um, I don't Start know if you've it. got him yet, Ross. No, no he's, one there yet. He's like a round, big round brain dude. And he's got like a body sticking out of it. And he's like, he comes with the evolved uh, magic wand straight out of the box. So like, he can just kill everything well quickly. Because um, I'm currently stuck on the levels where... I need to get to level 80, but on the upside-down maps. Upside-down maps, the enemies are 200% more stronger. Um, so it's really hard to get to, like, level 80 before the map finishes. Uh, and I've got now all these new weapons in the corners of the map. So I've got these, like, red weapons and cape, and I've got these rings and that. And basically, it is getting... It gets hectic on my screen. Like, I literally am running around killing everything, and I'm not killing enough to be able to complete it. But um, yeah, getting back to Star Survivor, um, it was a nice little game, but it's not it it's not filling it's not scratching my itch for um, Vampire Survivors. It's cheap, isn't it? Really cheap. Yeah, it, well, the wow, Star Survivors a newer one. Um, 
and it, it looks a bit more budget. It's like a budget version of Vampire Survivors. Um, and then Soulstone Survivors, I'm going to get round to playing that next to see if it's as good as Gray says it is. He reckons it competes with Vampire Survivors. That's great. But you yes. haven't played oh, Vampire Survivors long enough to no, understand. The fact Gray likes no, this is a miracle. No, no. Like, I've so. watched you play Vampire Survivors a lot, number one. And but, number two, it's almost exactly the same game, except really? that the graphics are much better. But it yeah. hasn't got all them unlocks and hidden secrets. Yeah, it does. Not is every, it? not exactly like Vampire Survivors. It's awfully close. Really? Yeah. When I yeah when I run around the screen, there's all kinds of stuff going on, and all the different levels and things you collect. You collect the gems. You fight the monsters. You get bigger monsters, bigger enemies. But that just that, I mean, that doesn't sound the same. Like I'm talking about all these hidden unlocks, and you're just saying you collect the gems, you fight the monsters, and the I, bigger monsters. It's, I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but it's very close. Very much. Very like very I'm with Vampire Survivors. I'm very deep rooted into it now. It's like I'm invested in unlocking all these like secrets, and every time I do it, there's another secret pops up. You know, you know it, never, these... it never ends. It yeah, it just keeps going end. and more stuff keeps coming out of it. It's, it's amazing, man. Um, and that game's actually won loads of awards. And you know the WASD? Is it WASD, the show that's coming up soon, Ross, you're going to? Ross, are you that's with us? Is he muted, Sorry. Ross? Is it... Sorry, what did... <laughs> was... I, I... I swear he was singing a song was... in his head. F to Ross, come in, Ross. This is Mark Holland. This is Mark Holland Mindy. Come in. I was trying to read the chat and then I completely zoned out. What did you yeah, say? Yeah, I know. Sorry. I saw you. Um, yeah, what I was saying is, you're going to that WASD show, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try to get so down there. Vampire again. Survivors are going to be there. Um, I definitely. Well, I want to try and complete everything before I go down there, so I can have a chat with them. That's yeah, dangerous if, like if the awesome. Vampire Survivors are actually there. Um, if anyone is thinking of going to London for that show. Um, WASD or WSAD, whatever you call it, it's WASD. Yeah, WASD should be. That's generally what it's called. Well, anyway, that's what the show is called. Name. It's in London. Um, uh, Ross is definitely going. I'm. I should be going. Um, we're going to go down there because it's the day before we do our charity walk. So he's going to come down to London. If anyone's around, um, you're more than welcome to come meet us. We'll be having a couple of beers. Um on the day of the show what day is the show that could turn naughty it's though because that means it could day. be that i've got a hangover the day of the morning when i'm doing the yeah, walk don't, yeah don't do that no drinking for <laughs> you we're gonna be doing the walk well no it's easy it's easy for you that walk so you probably could get away with it get battered and then just like, yeah, you'll just see me walking no, i've only walked half a mile and i'm sweating out that's right <laughs> you're, already like, oh, that's, you're tired man <laughs> get on my back nick i've got you <laughs> yeah but um, no, uh, we'll be meeting up for some food and some beers and that the night before, and then we'll be there, we'll be going to the show, um, and then after the show, we'll probably have a couple of beers, and then the next day we'll be doing the walk, everyone's welcome. Um, but yeah, Vampire Survivor's going to be there, so I, I really would like to get down there with you and play some games. And this show is pretty much like the other show we used to go to, it's, it's all about indie games and stuff, isn't it? So, it's going to be really cool. Um, it's going to be interesting. Right, let's get on to the next subject. The next, next subject. Game. The next subject is a question um, from Bob Marley, Rob. Uh, yeah, and he... You just skipped over just... my game, but that's cool. Yeah, oh yeah, I did so skip great. you. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then, Gray. I'll let you. It's because... oh, oh, you know, you know why. You know oh, why. Really? It's because I done Vampire Survivors and Star Survivor right. in one, and you're in the middle. Go for it. We'll get back to you in a minute. Okay, I played a game, uh, Nick, that I think you actually might like. It's a turn-based strategy game. You like some of those. Um, it's called Phantom Brigade. Uh, but what I really liked about this that was different was basically it, it's a world you're, that was... Great, sorry. Your your mic's very tinny and quiet. I don't know. I didn't do anything to it. 
I think you just because you keep talking to the side of it. I think that's why. Yeah, I haven't changed anything. But now you sound better. Oh. You sound a lot better now. <laughs> okay, whatever. You was talking to it like this. What? Yeah, you sideswiping it. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, exactly. I had to let him okay, go, people. For saying... your for your listening quality, I had to I had to out him there. No problem. So what I was saying is, Phantom Brigade is a turn-based strategy game, which you may like, Nick. Um, what it is basically is it's Mech Wars. So you're actually all these Mech, which is pretty cool. I like Mech. So you have your your pilots driving these big Mech Warriors, big. Kind of like think Transformers, I guess, in a way. Yeah, I've never really been and a fan of Mech Warriors. Well, too bad. Anyway, the game is is great. <laughs> I like Mech Warriors. The thing that I think was pretty cool about it, though, it wasn't just a typical turn-based strategy. It was a turn-based strategy using timelines, um, almost like the timelines that you would use when you do video editing. Some people that know what that's about. Yeah. So basically, what you do is you're you're plotting out your plan at a five-second timeline interval. So what happens is the enemy which could be in mechs or tanks or whatever they are. Um, you can see them, and as you advance the timeline, you see five seconds. Timeline only lasts five seconds. And you see where they're going, what they're do how they're traveling, and where they end up in five seconds. And so what you do is you plan your route exactly what you want to do, where you want to run, how you want to attack. Well, so every all five seconds in sequence. All according to these sequences. So the five-second sequence, once you're done planning your moves, you then hit execute, and it executes the whole, everything that happened. But the cool thing about it is that if you see where your enemy is, and you know you have to run and attack at the same time, you have to make sure that you first plot down your run line and where you want to go. Then you take your attack lines, and you basically place it on top of the timeline of the running and put so, it in any position you want yeah, so in this order is, to attack the enemy. So this is like basic strategy games. So like, say, XCOM, um, what other games are like this? Uh, any any of them kind of games, it's where you normally get like time units, like you're saying, five seconds. Uh, right. So, so say you get like five seconds, five seconds, five seconds, you might only have 30 seconds of that go to do everything in them five seconds, isn't it? And then yeah, you get to but... move your character, and then you can either run and gun, or you can move your character and defend, or you, and it just adds up, and then you've only got so much time for each person. Right, but the, the, but the difference in this and the typical turn-based strategy is in those, you just put your character wherever you're going to wherever you want to do it, and then you tell them to attack. This is different, though, because you can move the timeline around any way you want. So in other words, if you set it up and you want them to attack the first two seconds, and then you want them to move, you know, continue to move, and then attack them on the last two seconds, you can do it. Or you can change it up completely and have the attack place, placed in the middle but not at the ends, and then you can do the run line and then make the run line different or move the run line along so that you have this this mobile i mean really effective timeline you can move any way you want and i've never seen anything like that before it's really interesting yeah and you've really it gives it's almost you know, it breaks it down almost into a chess game in a way because you can see or you anticipate the whole, that's the whole point about this, the turn-based strategy it's like yeah, exactly it's 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 more like a chess game where you're trying to plan ahead for what right. the next person gonna do and normally you get like the main move is to leave enough time units or whatever or time like in your in your case five seconds so that say you move from a to b say you move from behind a tree you want to push forward but you want to move behind a car you'd move but then you'd leave enough so that you've got some units left so that if someone makes a move their end so you're countering them so as soon as they move then it basically you'll shoot them with your leftover time units is it the same 
it's very it's similar to that but it's not the same that you, you're explaining more of the typical term base this is not the typical term base oh, it's right. a little different so the timeline right. is it gives you more more uh, ability to be able to move things around according oh, to the way you see smart. the enemy come in so you're always planning for these five seconds that they're coming in yeah but you got to plan properly and there and also if you don't plan your attacks properly your guns will overheat it'll tell you you're overheating you can't plan two attacks that close together you can't overlap your attacks either so you have to be able to spread it out. Each unit, each mech unit, has a different ability. One may be a sniper, one may be a long shot, one may be yeah. more of a tank, where you got to come up close. One and he has, and he also has a shield. And so, it, well, I've ne I've never seen anything quite like how they plot this out with this timeline thing. So it was like really interesting to move it around and do what I want. Yeah, it's so, very effective. And then well, then you can move the whole timeline backwards and forwards, so you can see see how your characters are advancing more or less what they're doing and you can also turn on their timeline and take a look more at what they're doing it's really it's it's hard to explain a little bit but it's really interesting i thought it was quite different and it's, so it was really yeah it does look different um so i've seen this game before i can't remember where but i've definitely seen it before um did you buy this game yeah 25 quid yeah picked it up oh, played wow. it because it looked pretty cool it was different, yeah. so I thought, okay, this is a little different. I want to see what's going on. Uh, what's what's your um what's the backstory and what's the what's your the objective? The main story is relatively simple. It's it's basically you're on your home planet. It could be Earth, whatever. Um, an enemy comes in of uh, that's totally unknown to you. You don't know how they got past you know uh, the, the the guards or the sail safes or whatever. You don't know where they originate from. All you know is that they caught you by surprise and basically took over the world or took over your country, whatever. And you're stuck basically defending yourself and trying to win everything back again. Is so it... what ends up happening, you, you end up taking over your first base. And from that base, you basically start planning your attack and taking over more and more and more territory that they have taken from you. Is it all on one planet? Because obviously, like, my favorite yeah. turn-based strategy is, is the original XCOMs. Um, mm -hmm. Is it like that where you've got three different interfaces? So you've got like, you've got like the ground, like the planet you're on. You've got like a base building, and then you've got like character building. Or is this just one of them? Um, as far as I can tell right now, everything like you said, you can change your character. I've already upgraded my character. Every time you go and you take, you beat an enemy, or you take over their base or something like that, you get what they call salvage. Some of the salvage is free. So in other words, just by the fact that you were able to defeat them or you took over the base, you get a certain amount of salvage free. But then what they do is certain salvage, like salvaging the pieces of the mech warriors that you destroy the enemies, mech warriors. Now every piece you take off of their mech warrior costs you salvage points. And you have a limited budget of salvage points. You can't just take everything. Yeah. You know, willy-nilly, it won't allow you to. So now I took, like, stronger legs. You know, I, I took a stronger gun. I couldn't get a stronger torso, stronger arms. I didn't have enough salvage points. So basically, as you progress through the game, you end up getting more and more salvage points, or you save them up, and then you use them maybe later. So there are different strategies in, on how you can do that. But the yeah. timeline is is what really makes it unique, because I've never, never yeah, seen that. It took me a while to get used to it. I was literally about did, to say, it, if you read their, um, their uh, write-up about the game, the intro part of it, it says, cause, and you don't see this very often, it's a turn-based and real-time uh, tactical RPG. So at the same time, you're in both. Right. So what's cool about it is once you set up the scenario and you're comfortable with how you, you, you planned out everything, then you hit execute and the graphics are great. You see your guys running into action, shooting, another guy coming around to flank him and shooting another enemy. And you've got to be wise what you're doing because a lot of times you're outnumbered. 
So when I went to go take over a base, there was, I believe, three, three uh, to two. I had the two, they had three. And if you don't take out those three in enough time, the reinforcements come in. And it even tells you, you have two turns till reinforcements come in. You don't yeah. get rid of them, two more come, and then you're going to be stuck. So, so you have to be, you know, play very wisely. Do you know what? But I, I, I really enjoyed it, though. It was pretty cool. It, it looks really cool. The only thing for me is, is I don't know why. I just got this, I've just got this thing about mechs. Any mechs in any games, or even like, remember the, the, the film? Um, was it Rim Spot? something? Pacific, Pacific Rim. Not... Pacific Rim. Pacific not... Rim. Yeah, love it. I don't remember Scum. Great movie. Scum, you got rid of them. You got rid of them with Scum. Yeah, I didn't Mix. like them. <laughs> I mean, they're part of the airfield that was a free-for-all because no one would get rid of the bloody mechs. Well, the reason we got rid of them in Scum is because they were totally blowing us away every time. That, that's a little different. That's the point, mate. It's the ultimate loot central, and Nick was like, I'm having none of that. I'm getting rid of the mechs so that I can... No, actually, it wasn't just me. That was a group. Everybody <laughs> yeah, was on the group, server yeah. it was, yeah. was yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. look, we can't get no decent loot because uh, how are we going to have fights with people if we don't yeah. get a decent loot? So we opened up the airfields. So that people could yeah. get on the airfields and take loads of guns and stuff like that, um, which I thought was better. Scum was actually a really good game. If we just all we needed to do was get in some battles with people. We had the server, we had the numbers. It was all there, but we just didn't coordinate well enough with us lot. That was fun while it lasted. But yeah, uh, if you, you like turn base, yeah. Uh, do you know how you say it has like a free turn based system to it? How there's free like you stop it and you can see where the things are and stuff like. That. Doesn't Cyberpunk implement something like that on the scanning sections of the game? Oh, don't ask him actually... about Cyberpunk. Yeah, I don't know. I don't play Cyberpunk. You don't so want to go down know. that road. Well, but Cyberpunk's um, not turn-based, so I don't know. You know. No, it's not. But there's um, there's basically a virtual reality system in the game where you can replay back VODs, which is visual. Oh, okay. Uh, now you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, and yeah, basically has like three layers. I guess you, in a way, it's kind of it would be kind of like that, but not. Not to that, not to that extent. I don't oh, think. Okay. Um, the the fun thing with this is just trying to. It's a whole different way of planning out what you want to do. Um, and I and it's I really quite like expensive it. as well though. It's it's a little bit to get used to, but once you get used to it, it's actually pretty cool. You know, and I'm how, how many of you would of how many of you would pay twenty five quid for this game though? I probably wouldn't. Not my type of game, but it seems a fun game from what Grave said so far. So. I'm the same. You're into it. Twenty-five isn't bad at all, considering everything's fifty, sixty, and seventy dollars. Yeah, that's a fair yeah, point. That's a what? Nah, that's a worry for me because when you're getting games that are like this, so this is a smaller game. It's not an indie game. I wouldn't say. Or is it? I don't know. Um, um, I wouldn't say it was a smaller game. It's not AAA. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But so a AAA game now prices it used to be forty quid. Prices are now in the region of seventy quid for a AAA. That's yeah. a, I will never pay that money. I'd rather throw my computer out the window. Um, <laughs> I, I, I rarely pay that, but I will for certain games. But then, I did that for Ragnarok. But, but the worry no, is, then medium-sized games, I don't know why I said that three times, um, <laughs> the medium-sized games are then getting pushed up to 40, which means indie games and smaller games, which normally like between... An indie game should be between a fiver and like 15 to 20 quid. 20 quid's a push, major. That's like a, terrar a Terraria sort of level. But mm -hmm. I do feel that this game, I don't know how many people would pay. I was quite shocked when you said you paid 25 quid for this game. Out of, out of curiosity, how much is Vampire Survivors? I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> shut him up. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guarantee you, though, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't exactly cheap. Uh, Actually, Not, on Steam, well, it was eight it's quid, like £15. It? Pounds. 
Is no, Vampire Survivors is three ninety nine. Oh, well, three ninety nine now. See on the price of things wow. there, guys. Early access Wait, and whatnot. What see, see Kerbal Space Program too. That's oh, I don't even talk quid. about that. And that's, that's and joke. that's very. That's got mixed reviews. Very. I know it's off the topic slightly. That is pathetic, man. Yeah. Forty five quid for early, early, even alpha. Yeah, that's that's a joke. ridiculous. I couldn't believe when they did that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Great. There's hardly anything to it. Like it's bare bones. There's nothing to like, it. That's that's what's ridiculous. They, they, they released like... it in a shocking state, and they've yeah. already got one under the belt. They know what they're doing. Sorry, I got in a rant there. It's just it's annoying. No, no, it's true, okay. it's I really true. Want, I really I really wanted to play it because no, no, it's a good it's a good rant because I, I I really wanted to play it too, and I was I was planning on buying it day one. Then I yep. started looking at what they were doing. I'm going like, what? It's no, funny because no. me and Gray had a disagreement where I was like, why are you going to get cut? Like Shell, you're new to this conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you yes. think it's a bit bizarre that Grey was going to hold off playing Kerbal Space Program 1 to play number 2? I was like, was coming out why like don't you just play number 1? It's everything a 1 is in 2 and a lot more. That's why. Yeah, but right. the, the point yeah, is... I mean, I've, I've come into a franchise later and either then gone back or never gone back to the earlier yeah, versions you. of it. So I, would never, I, I would have done that. What I couldn't get I've my head around is... He wants it for the more stuff in the second one, but the first one mm-hmm. was really cheap anyway, and he didn't have to wait months for it, and I, you could get used to playing the game. I, might play I mean, it yeah, that, but also, like, I understand with, like, some, like, when you play, like, franchises and stuff that have multiple versions, you don't want to go back because the graphics aren't going to be as good, or you, you'd yeah. hope they'd learn yeah. from the stuff that they did wrong in the first Back-read. game. Yeah, but so, you wouldn't, you wouldn't play yeah, Call of Duty wanna... Ghosts, would you? I wouldn't want to go point. and do the first iteration <laughs> and then end up hating the franchise or thinking, oh, I'm not going to bother with two because this is just terrible, when as two could be amazing. Well, yeah, I do get Play that. the first one now. <laughs> but the, the thing is so with bad. this is, mm-hmm. it's, gone, it's gone flip-sided on him because he was like, yeah. I'm going to wait for Kerbal Space Program 2. They brought it out. It's, it's got loads of complaints about it because it's not finished. And like, this, right, like people but, are saying, hold yeah. on, hold on. And the problem is, is everybody knows that the developers... They were making uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 because they had mistakes in the first one with how they made it, and they wanted to fix their mistakes, and they wanted to bring stuff and make the game basically a smoother transition into playing the game. So they wanted to make mm-hmm. a better version of it, basically. But then what Are you they've defending done is... that? No, I'm not defending it. And what I'm saying is they've okay. released it for more money, mm-hmm. like literally double the money or whatever, and yep. it's got loads of problems. So... Really, it's double bad on them because they brought a game out which they've already made the first one, so they should know the mistakes, they should know the problems, yeah. and then why bring it out early? Like, why do it and yeah. bring it out to the point where people are angry? Backfire. Shut the first one, though. Look, I don't have a problem with them going to early access. The problem was it was so early that there's nothing there. That's what, that's what amazed me. I thought maybe like, okay, roadmap. You know, you got seven different things that they want to do over whatever course of time. You would think they would have at least the first two things as you know, right away when you do early access, so there's stuff that you can do. No, like, look like, at it this way. like, like nothing to do. Anything early access and alpha should never be as much as the full price game. Look right. at like Minecraft when it first came out alpha, it was like 100%. 10, it was like 10 pound. Now it's like 26, 27 pound. I mean, I bought it in alpha and it was like, you know, a cute little game that like not many people were playing and everything like that. And it blew up and they've added and added and added to it. Yeah. And then they raised the price and that's but how that's, it should be. I think that's a different reason, though. The I think the reason is it's because of a money grab. It's basically yeah. oh, they yeah. building the game. And I don't know this, so don't take me for certain. 
but what I would assume is they've put it out early at that price. One, they know that Kerbal Space Program One is uh, got a big following. It's got quite a. Um, it's like got its, yeah. its own people. It's own people. Shirt regardless. Yeah, and mm-hmm. basically what they've done is they know that when they bring number two out, so many people are going to buy it outright. Most most of developers will know from their wish list how many people and numbers will pretty much buy it day one. So for me, mm-hmm. I think what it is is they're running out of money for developers to get the game finished. And right, let's only decision is let's put it out. We'll make some money on it, right, and then we'll fix it as we go. Wrong. First of all, there's lots of Kerbal Space uh, uh, fans, Kerbal, you know, uh, Space Program fans that came out yelling about this because even though they're big fans, they're going like, "I'm paying you fifty dollars, and you got really nothing for me to do." Yeah. I mean, so they were angry too. So they, I think they really made a colossal mistake, and the bad press is huge on this. So whatever they plan on doing their their stupid money grab really backfired. What they should have done is they should have charged half the price, like twenty five bucks, and then you could you could do X amount of stuff with it. And then slowly, as you put more things together in the roadmap and release more content, you charge another five or ten dollars, another five or ten dollars until you reach. Yeah, the, but they're the probably price. worried because well they think all the people that are supporters are going to buy it there and then, get it cheap, and then not buy it later on when it's more money. Well, that's it's on them not, to make the good content that people are going to buy it. But this is the point. They've already made the game, and like Gray and, and Trevor saying, the game is a remake of the game, with better, mm. with it being more smoother and easier to no, play. Not, no, not entirely. What their plan was, or their roadmap is, is that the beginning was 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 taking Kerbal One and advancing it to today's graphics, today's uh, 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 mechanics, et cetera, et cetera. Then taking it from that point into new things that Kerbal One couldn't do. So is it a um, remaster plus? So you so you'd have more you know like the universe opens up you can go to more planets now you can colonize a bunch of stuff you can make huge ships I mean there's a lot of things that are coming on the roadmap but don't sit there and give us a game that does nothing and broken at the same time for full price but it's like I mean that having ridiculous. that early access is a certificate to say don't expect anything from us you can do what you want it's a license to do what you want which yeah what it's can like we an do insurance it's company. true. <laughs> yeah, but there's ways to handle it, and I'll tell you right now, the marketing probably, probably, uh, department is probably shooting themselves in the head because they're sitting there going, man, did we mess up on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's yeah. enough of Kerbal Space Program. Someone let me know when the game's at a good good point, otherwise I'm just going to exactly, stay on the first right. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, next up, we got a question which I nearly got round to earlier until I realized I went over grey, uh, and it's from Bob Marley Rob, uh, and he says, uh, if you could turn any book into a video game, what book would it be? Uh, mine would be Sorcery. Do you get that? Do you get that? Oh, the book that you just did. Yes, the book, the game that you just played. Oh, <laughs> man, you well, got to listen. Think, I think they like, did it. Literally, I said that, and then no one got it, and it was like oh, the tumbleweed came past and that. But yeah, no, that's bad. not that's not no really bad. my answer. That's not really my answer. Um, if you could turn not any book into a it. video game, um, mine's already been made. It would be PC Building Simulator. Because I don't read storybooks, um, so it would have to be a building book. magazines. Yeah, so um, I, I'm going to go PC Building Simulator because that I would learn from that. Um, who's next? I'll go next. Um, my would be the Ace of Spades crew, Halo. So basically, the Ace of Spades is a crew of sal- salvagers in the Halo universe, separated from Master Chief, separated from the Spartans, going on a tour of the universe to find salvage and they discover uh 117 guilty spark aka checkers 
Um, the crewmates die. There's a lot of danger. There's a lot of adventure. But I feel like it'd be good to have like a game in the Hill universe where you're this crew collecting all these different items to make up like funds to buy different upgrades for your ship, and then it goes into the ship getting upgraded into the Forerunner universe. Basically, the Forerunners. If you don't know Halo, they're like the big old bad guys. You get their technology implementing to your ship, and then going through that level by level, going through that story base until it goes to the last book where they separate, and it's quite good. This guy don't breathe. <laughs> he said that in one sentence. <laughs> he, 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 he does. He just has a I don't know a snorkel or something. What a pair so of lungs you can see. To be fair though, um, I was listening pretty hard. And I don't even like Halo. I ain't played a Halo game for probably 15 years or whatever it is. But you sound like you know what you're talking about. And it did sound like that would be a good transition from a book to a game. Like, you got all the bases covered there. Um, so someone needs to send his idea to them. <laughs> there you go. Could you imagine if it came out a year later and it's like, yeah, we've got a Halo they game. They already did. It's a series on Paramount+. Plus. No, that's not... That's well, it's close. Oh, no, 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 no
Yeah, man. Yeah. If you're liking this part of the podcast, by the way, everyone, you can just go and watch the trackway, and this is what you get for the whole time. <laughs> you lucky people. Or if you want to talk about entertainment in general, Jerry's um, Green Room. It's in do the you know Discord. what? If there's any listeners out there which are games developers for like 16-bit games, um, Im- imagine, just imagine, um, Stranger All Things the, the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be a thing soon enough. I, I, wanna, okay, I would man. love to make with somebody. I would love to make a Red Dwarf one of those, like Stranger yeah. Things. Can they hire Genius. us to, to work on it? That'd be great. I would. I would play it, and we don't play 16-bit Grey and I, but I'm pretty convinced we like Red Dwarf. I'm going to do it 16-bit just so Grey don't play it. No, I can tolerate 16-bit. Just barely tolerate 8-bit. No, forget it. Uh, he's out. He's out. 8-bit. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> Not an 8. <laughs> 16. I'm barely. I'm barely in. 32. I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. Have you lot played um, Stranger Things the game? Nah. Have you nah. seen the graphics so on it? Have you seen the way the game runs? Awful. It looks awful. No, I have really never good. watched Stranger Things either. Never <gasps> it's on my It's on my list maybe one day to get to, but I've get, never I seen it. What are you watching on TV right now, Shell? Huh? I, didn't watch, I didn't watch the last season. Hold on, hold on. What are you watching right now on TV, Shell? Like, series-wise? Yeah. Not a whole lot. <laughs> Oh, right. I've enough, been then. I've been meaning playing games and watching YouTube. I I don't playing have Hogwarts and ESL. I'm um, just gonna say to you lot, mm-hmm. we all got to tone it down a bit. We're talking, we're just we're just like all chatting over each other. Blah, 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 blah. We got to try and what? calm and just sure. calm down, people. Just calm down. <laughs> Everybody's got to shut. The lips, the mouth, <laughs> okay. and the tongue. I did pre-warn them these before the show. Everyone, anyone listening. But they get very excited. That's why I've been doing this. Day. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah, fair play. Trev's putting his hand up like a good boy. I've had my hand up like five times and everyone's ignored me, so whatever. Oh, <laughs> gotta get a camera. camera on then. <laughs> yeah, just just have hand cam. Like some people <laughs> like that kind of Just have hand cam. Nah, that could oh, be. Oh god, bit, could be. There's a few kinky people out there. Hand cam. We don't want that. <laughs> yeah, no, foot cam Nick, next. I have a hot oh, take god. on uh, Stranger Things. It looks boring to me. Yeah, yeah but it looks boring because have you watched Stranger Things? No, but no. it just. Looks oh my boring. god! That's why I don't want to watch it. How does he qualify to say about a game? When he, oh, so he's he talking about a game of the yeah, TV Hold on, show. hold on. He's not the from the 80s, series. for one. When was you born? I was born in the 90s. There you go. So he has, doesn't know anything about the 80s. He skipped that. And he's not watched Stranger Things. So he doesn't understand the whole 80s vibe and what it is. And then he's slating the game. Not oh. just the game, the series. Like the whole series itself looks boring. What, of Stranger like... Things? Yeah, it just looks so boring. And you were so talking basic. about Halo. Yeah, Halo's awesome. <laughs> it has a full universe behind it. What, Not like Stranger Things. The TV no, show, you like show it? Gray. I don't uh, like the TV show. The TV show's up. awful. But no, anyway, back to it. If there's any games developers out there, how cool would it be to do like that in like 16-bit, a nice little game, and it could be like... You've got you've got actually Red Dwarf. You've got missions on there, and then you go down to different planets and have different scenarios for stuff. Imagine when, when you boost up, you become Smoke Me a Kipper. Imagine right? all the Easter eggs you could have. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Why sixteen bit? What's this obsession? Why is it from the eighties? It's when did it start? Might be the nineties. Well, well, that's a good question actually. Wait, Red Dwarf. Here we go. I think it began in eighty nine. Stand by while we look it up on Google. 
ジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェットジェット
clever in terms of like how it runs on any system I try it out on. So, PC wouldn't even load it. I'm running a 1080 Ti. It's not a bad card. It's an older card, it... but it's not that bad. Um, my Xbox can run it, but there's times where the Xbox crashes. Now, this is the Xbox Series what? X. It can run... No, this thing can run Cyberpunk perfectly hmm. fine. No problems, right? Serious yeah. M4. Use not even that kind of... Yeah, not even good graphics. It's the amount of NPCs they load into these maps. It's a no ridiculous way. amount, and it literally just crashes the game and makes Bad it so unplayable. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible optimization. There must be like leakages all over the place in terms of what's happening with that. Just there's just re- on the side of this quickly. I've cut in. <laughs> Has anyone ever been cussed and been called an NPC? <laughs> what a weird little comeback that would be what what i, I don't I, get the no context lie. of it my kids at their secondary school like if there's a kid just walking and like th- th- my kids i was talking to them about, i was just talking about it the other day and they went yeah we called someone that the other day and i was like what do you mean so, so that's a cuss in it i was like what you're an npc you're an npc because you're like you're not moving and you're not involved just, oh I thought that was quite funny. I know you didn't know what it stands for. That would help. It's oh. understandable that they say it's an NPC because it's a non-playable character. It's someone that you see in everyday to day life and it doesn't seem like they've got anything involved or anything actually happening in their life either. So as an insult, <laughs> sounds like it a socially awkward kid. Yeah, it sounds thing. like a socially awkward kid. But like... Lucky, the, the lucky that cost weren't around in my day because that would have been me. Everyone would call me an NPC. Just like you're a, a total, ED. complete, and utter NPC, though, Nick. It is true. With the C bomb yeah. afterwards. <laughs> anyway, oh. moving back yeah. onto the game. Sorry. Um, Let's get serious, Sam. Uh, yeah, serious Sam 4. Uh, guys with bloody grenades on either arm running at you, yelling, ah! Up in your face, that's fun. The gun system in the game is so difficult to understand how they've laid it out. It's, it's a really, really fun game. The cutscenes don't really make much sense if you don't know the older, older series of the game. Oh, oh, um, hold on, as you said, older series. Right, I might say something really stupid here. Shell might shoot me because this could be like the Power Sword and Trev moment. Oh God, the Power Sword. What? Okay, carry on. Um. <laughs> so, Serious Sam, mm-hmm. has it got anything to do with Duke Nukem? No. I I see where you get that resemblance from, man. I 100% did. Because he's got that kind of cheeky chap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always man. thought yeah. it might be that one was an original and one was a newer version. Um, One's inspired by another one, probably. Probably. Yeah, because Duke Nukem, we used to go into the cinema and you'd look at all the dancing ladies and stuff, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> but That's not the cinema, mul- Nick. Multiple times. Oh, is it not? I've been going to them every week for the last however many years. <laughs> Love watching oh, films. Oh, my God. Um, no anyway um yeah so i thought it might be because that was so popular in the old school that they made this one to be exactly the same i didn't know if there was a crossover or not i think they do play off each other in some ways because they both have a similar type of vibe of the character because one of them's like all catchphrases and stuff like that and serious sam in this game has lots of different catchphrases and stuff like that yeah it's exactly the same he's like yeah it's the same type of character motif but the gameplay itself is completely different cheers uh, irish guardian for that prime sub 45 months dude man you've been with me for life less for murder 
That's <laughs> almost three years there, right there. Long time. Did, did, did I say this last week to you guys that uh, Ash... No, I did. I think I asked yeah, yeah, yeah. him Ash, Ash versus Evil Dead. Where did they get the sayings? Where did uh, Duke Nukem get its sayings from? Evil Dead. So it could be that those two games have got fans between them. Yeah, if you have a game, do, do you know what? If you like Duke Nukem and Serious <clears throat> Sam and that sort of vibe uh, with ghoulies, <clears throat> then you need to you need to go and watch Ash vs. Evil Dead, the series. It is absolutely you say? amazing. Ghoulies. With what? That means something else in Scotland. Is I'll it? slack you after. I'll, I'll, I'll message you after the year. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I know what that you mean. mean. It, it means your cojones. So Have you ghoulies. kicked in the ghoulies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it means the same yep. here, but I don't uh, care. Is that, is, that, is that a thing in England? Oh, yeah. There you go. God, we'll get more in common than I thought. But there's also mm-hmm. the ghoulies. Do you remember the film The Ghoulies? But I'm not going to ask Grey, because Grey... You, you, you mean the ghoulies? The ghoulies. You mean the ghoulies? The ghoulies. But... No, the ghoulies. You lot have not watched The Ghoulies? <laughs> I've not it seen is ghoul as in ghost. G-H-O-U-L. Yeah. I'm being deadly serious there's a film called the ghoulies oh shut up it's like an 80s horror i watched it i went with my mum down to videos for you and i got it on tape and i watched videos for you remember that (laughs) see there is horror see matt knows his stuff the ghoulies man and the critters matt's ancient do you remember the critters 50 at least critters oh yeah 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 yeah, I remember that. And there was that other I one as well, that. where there was like this big, big, like green, like meatball about, head person. How about the gremlins then? Yeah, remember the gremlins, gremlins? they're, they're yeah. overrated. They're not. The gremlins is great. Leave gremlins the gremlins alone. The first two Actually, are that, good. After that, that, that'd be a series that could get turned into a video game. Also, Nick, I was just gremlins? thinking this in my head. Uh, the link between Zero Sam 4 and Duke Nickham. Uh, we could uh, look into that a bit more on the Patreon if you guys want to follow on there. We could try and make some content looking exist. back into history. Um, not the Patreon, sorry. What's it called? I don't uh, know. This, this, but it's two pound extra. The pay, the pay. We could do like a paid series hey, well. and like looking for the history of these two games and seeing why they're linked so closely in terms of the different characters. He should be your PA, man. He really should be your PA, seriously. <laughs> also, we got we could talk about it a bit more on the Discord. If you guys haven't already, jump in the Discord. Uh, there you go. All, all the plugs. Yeah. Extreme right PC there. UK. He plugged it without telling you the name. Oh, you're listening to the... Put, you're the, listening put that link to... in. Where's the link? Put the link in. I don't know how to do the link. Exclamation um, point Discord. Yes, yeah, a serious Sam 4. Right. Um, I believe Trev's up next. I am back. He's running back. Yeah. yeah, I've been playing my ring again, people. Um, you ever heard of a game called Ring Fit Adventure? I've Does heard of it. What that is? Ring Fit yeah. Adventure. Ring Fit Adventure, yeah. I don't Does know, know what it is. CD, kinky, or Yeah, it's an X-rated show or something. All, all the above, all the above. Um, Shell's heard of it, but probably not played it, and no one else mm. has heard of it or played with it. So that's good. I've got a blank canvas almost. Um, I uh, Open to interpretation, to I believe. Well, well, I kind of was actually about to What's say that. What's it called? That. Ring um, Fit Fingers. <laughs> Freddy got fi- Freddy got fingered. Part What's five. It um, oh my god! Ring Fit Adventure. Um, <laughs> it's. I wanted to incorporate fitness into a hold game. Hold on, hold on. So... I think Ring Fit Adventure is even worse than what I just said. It is. It well, is. Uh, yes, yeah. That's why I said Trev's playing the name again in Ring Fit Adventure. Uh, and you can watch for only two pounds. It's not on um, Steam. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I need you. 
It's not supposed to be in Steam. It is a Nintendo Switch game. Exclusive. Oh, right. It's a bit naughty. Oh, no, it's for kids. It's not yeah, for kids. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Right, so, it is a fitness game. It, it incorporates fitness into a game, like Adventure, but it's got... Well, what is it? <laughs> He's got to land it. Now. I'm getting my ring out. I'm getting my ring out. That's Everybody's been warned. Oh, oh, he's nearly, he's nearly oh hit himself God. in the face there. He put all of it. You know what it is? And you bend it and you, you do other things, but... The ring's way too big. Um, yeah. And then you put, a, you put a Joy-Con here. What have you done to that ring? It's way too big and stretched. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, a Joy-Con goes there. Another Joy-Con goes in a band around your leg. And it's kind of corporate fitness <laughs> in the game. So you're going along a platform... And you've got to like, fight bad guys by doing different exercises, up, down, lying down, all kinds of things. You feel like a burst ball afterwards. I could um, imagine going into The Apprentice with that. I'll be, I'm out. Dragon's Den, I'm uh, out. You, you'd be a piss poor Alan Sugar, mate, so like, let's, let, let's just let's move on. Let's... I'd be the best Alan Sugar. I'd be like... You're, you're fired. fired. You'd everyone, mate. You'd sack everyone. I know. That's why I'd be so good at it. <laughs> be so entertaining. <laughs> But no, what is that? I've, I've never game. seen that thing. There's so many new things coming out. You've not seen my ring before. That thing's old. It's been out for a long time. Yeah. It's been out for like three years or something. Yeah. Um, I've just recently started playing it again. It just reminded like me of all my mates about... on tag. But that one looks like it goes around your neck. But the thing is with the Switch, though, there's a lot of fitness games. There's a boxing game in it as well. Literally, you're, you're absolutely knackered afterwards. Are you only You've allowed got, 100 course... meters from your house? <laughs> with the thing around like your leg. No, there's no schools anywhere near me. Thank you. Well, I wasn't right, even thinking yes. it. I was just saying for going ah, outside. Of course you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> took that to another level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we the, was the switches. We were... was we was on we was on level two out of ten, and you took it to fifteen <laughs> straight away. Well, great minds think alike, mate. What can I say? I'm just saving you some air. Um, Would you yeah, recommend this... that over the Switch Sports though? Yes, if you want a good workout show. What about yeah. Wii Fit? You're... Has it got more content in the game? Uh, yeah, it's, there's, there's a lot of missions to it. It's Think of it like Mario, but in 3D, but with fitness. So when you're going along, you push this to go faster and yeah. pull this to get coins. And then when you're up against the bad guy, the boss at each one, you do multiple mm-hmm. exercises to take his, uh, his life force down. But then if you're hit too many times, you're dead. So when he goes to hit you, you've got to put a shield up. So you're like this, you're like, oh, geez, for, for anyone just listening, he's got this like ring thing in his hand that he's squeezing and pulling about. Play with my ring. It's like a metal, a metal it's ring. Very yeah. uh, erotic. Oh no, I'm not getting that vibe. Sorry, that's not. I'm not getting an erotic. <laughs> it vibe. just looks like a belt. Sort of opposite, basically. Um, yeah, all I can say this, is if this, you know anyone on tag, look at their ankle because that's what he's Attention got around his neck. It's called a this, tension this, ring. This sold a lot, by the way. This I'll say one thing about Nintendo, little quirky, weird company that they are. They bring out stuff like this that no one else does. That's G- And this was during lockdown. This sold out multiple times during lockdown. Really? It came out just before lockdown. And then lockdown, it just went... It just looks like you've um, lost your car and you've only got the steering wheel left. I sold three of, <laughs> I sold three of these for a profit during COVID time. <laughs> All he does is buy oh, shit. Oh, the only reason go. he's got that one is because he's trying to sell it. He's trying to sell it to everyone. It's like the Steam Deck. He sold these things too. <laughs> do you want to buy? Do you want to buy Trevor's used ring? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. is. Um, the worst thing about that is, like, English. if if oh. I was trying to do fitness, I could get a treadmill and I could still put my beer in the in the, in the drinks holder. Well, I can't do it with that, can I? Treadmill's much more expensive than what this is, though. 
Yeah, I tried one of those treadmill things, mate, and I used it five times and get rid of it, sold it. I it's much it more fun, idea. though. You can put it on full speed and then jump from one end and do a backwards riley pony. I had the one with the screen on it, man. Well, yeah, you're so actually no, I had one. you're I had cycling a thousand pound one, like, years ago when they were, like... Right, right, show off. No, see, it wasn't mine, it was my dad's. And the thing is, we got it, yeah, it was, like, really... I don't even know if it's a thousand pound. It might have been even more than that. It might have been, like, four thousand pound, but... It was a massive great oh, thing. It was the one it was the one with the incline and all that, so you can move the floor while you're running uh-huh. it and that. It's got all the screen on it and that. Um only ever got used once because as soon as you put it on, it's like a jet engine and every neighbour would complain. We kept getting like, people knocking on our door. <laughs> Do you need sh- you need dampeners, man, shock absorbers, yeah. that's what you need. Oh, I made the whole house would shake that thing. I used to just I slide can't around really on use it. treadmills because they move whilst I move. So if I get on a crappy... That's like, the idea, mate. Track... That's the idea. <laughs> no. Otherwise you'd go... I move, you no, move. No. You don't understand what I'm saying. Because I know. I'm, really... I'm winding you up. Because I'm really heavy and the home treadmills are really crappy and really light. Whenever I run on them, they start moving forward and side to side. So it's a really unstable Jesus run for me. Christ, what are you doing? Well, He's I'm trying to go... It's because he no, runs in zigzags. <laughs> 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 No, I'm literally... He runs... My he runs... Away. Only way I can describe this. He runs like someone's aiming a gun at you. You know, where you're like, left, right, left, right, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the game, funny. when someone's shooting at you, you start zigzagging. Oh, my God. I got the mental image in my head. <laughs> I can't get it out. Well, we saw him before the podcast doing his dance, and now it's just all mixed into one. Gone crazy. Yeah. Um, it's um, right. absolutely crazy. It's, this podcast, I feel like it's so broken up today. It's just, it's just so random. <laughs> Um, let's move on anyway. That's enough of Trev playing with his ring. I don't want to ever hear or see that again. Yeah, it's here um, if you want to see it in all its glory. <laughs> and it, it, when he keeps sniffing it, that's just really unsettling for me, man. That's a contortionist right there, pal. That's what that is. Anyway. Um, right, Moving let's on. move on. Uh, Ro- uh, Ross, I believe you wanted to go back to talk a little bit about unpacking. Just tell me you're not unpacking any rings. Oh, God. Yeah, so I want to go back to unpacking because uh, the past week I've been having like a stressful week, just like going through crap. And I came back to this game and I was like, I need a game where I can just like unpack, pardon the pun. Uh, and this game was beautiful because it was amazing just to have the satisfaction of organizing things in the way that you want them. You'd never really organize things in your own life. Like I do organizational things every now and then. In yeah, because we can, room, see, we can never... see by the, the picture behind you. Don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I but in this game. Say, because of my autism, I have to organize everything. I was going to go, you bloody liar. <laughs> yeah, I have to organize everything. No, no, that is untrue. 100%. The only thing you organize there is that bottle of Prime. Now that bottle of Prime is very organized to get that to get that brand in on key. Uh, no, so unpacking, coming back to it as a de-stressor is a really fun game, and I just want to remind everyone: like unpacking is completely free to download if you've got Game Pass. So if you haven't already, get unpacking, try it out because I was messing about with all there. different stickers. I was messing about with all the different like things in the game, like there's toilets, there's magnets you can stack, there's different things that you can place in different ways. The other day I was trying to figure out where some curtains went and I couldn't figure out for the life of me. I was like, where the hell did these go? And it's like me spending like 20 minutes trying to organise that out and figure out where this particular item goes. I've just got images of you like, putting them on the toilet and then... Like... I did! In the bath, on the toilet, <laughs> in the bed, under the bed. I do have a question for you though. Do you remember the last time we spoke about unpacking, I said there's a, there's a bit of a spoiler to the game, which I don't want to give away, um, and you sort of get given it at the end. 
did you pick that up yet or not? Not yet. I haven't actually got to the end of the game yet. I've only got to 2018 so far. Oh, you need to get to the end of the game. What does that mean, 2018? Like, is it per, per because the way the way unpacking that? works is it starts uh-huh. off in, like, I don't know, 2007 uh, or in the 1980s, and then it'll be uh... it'll be a house, and you unpack your house, and you're a little kid. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. your, it's your basically your bedroom of all your 80s yeah. stuff, so it's Nintendo and stuff like that. Then it will jump 10 years forward, and then it will be like you're now uh, 18, and you're moving out of your house, and you're moving into um, your college um, studio flat. And then you get like your kids' bits out who from the past, and you put them out. You put your posts on the wall, and as it goes through, then you'll then you're moving with your boyfriend, and, you, and then you pack all your stuff, all your old teddy bears, and that go into a box or whatever, and you, that's just hidden, uh, and you put it in your cupboard. Uh, and as you get older, you go through. Now, because we're probably not going to talk about unpacking again, I was going to let everybody know I'm going to say a spoiler about unpacking. So if you don't want to hear the spoiler about unpacking, literally. Jump forward quite a bit, probably thirty seconds. Um, he took his headphones off. I was going to say it to him. It doesn't matter to you, Dopey. <laughs> I don't want to hear the spoiler though. Uh, well, the thing is, I'm not going to say the spoiler yet. But do you have you noticed anything about what's happening through the, the times? Have you? Has she moved oh, into her with her boyfriend yet? Yeah, she's gay. She's got a girlfriend. There you go. He's just done it in one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't You've say ruined she's it. I'm not playing it anymore. So basically, she's a kid, then she it. grows up, then she gets a boyfriend, she moves in with him, and then you don't notice it, but subtly you'll start noticing things in the house. Like there's there's two pink toothbrushes and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I noticed it by the panties. So basically, she had <laughs> rainbow panties. Yeah, so only you. But anyway, and when you get to the end of the game. Uh, a whole I'm so se- proud of you right now, Ross. A whole sequence comes up, and if you missed it, playing the game, all of a sudden she's there, and she's with her girlfriend. <laughs> and I noticed it straight away before she moved I... in with her girlfriend, or the girlfriend moved in. Yeah, Until I didn't notice insane, it. Man. My missus noticed it, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, we didn't get that." And I didn't even, I didn't even notice at the end when they show you them. <laughs> oh mate, <laughs> you just completely blind. Like, oh, yeah, that's our like, good oh, friend. Whatever. That's but, so um... funny. You you crack me up, Ross, man. You crack me up by raiding through the bloody drawers trying to find some. Well, yeah, because what I you like do is organ... you have to organise all the knickers. Yeah, I like organising knickers. Really? Yeah, I love it. It's so good because like you can organise them in the proper way, the colour coded. But the like the second to last game, the like they don't have enough knickers for you to organise properly. Nothing so you can't works. really colour code them. And then inside and out. Two days. Yeah, you got smooth <laughs> ones, and then you got like circular crunchy ones, and then the braziers, the crunchy ones. Get them the <laughs> What's wash going out. on here? What? What is it? What's a crunchy yeah. knicker? Yeah, <laughs> crunchy <laughs> knicker. <laughs> no. Right. Like I don't feel enough. good, shell. I, I crunchy drawers. No, they're like circular. Did instead someone of say descending Trevor the crunchy knickers? You like that? <laughs> 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 Crunchy knickers, like just imagine someone putting them on, and all of a sudden you get your, you know, what squashed. Well, at least <laughs> you can just step into them and hold themselves up. Yeah, that's, that's that'll guess. I guess that'll be true. The socks right, anyway, are annoying. Again, oh, we've gone down that dark path. You bunch of twisted people. Path. 
I did not try to go down the dark path. I was what do you mean you didn't try to? You delved into the knicker drawer you, before you, anything else. You were in it, mate. You were in that dark knicker no, drawer, mate. You were, I don't recall was, any crunchy knickers, but you do. Not that, you dirty not boy. Crunchy. The only reason I describe them as crunchy is because one of them's like a smooth kind of texture. Oh my God, and one of them's like a weird kind of like <laughs> weird texture. That's because one's a bra. No, no the, the bra's are different. Show. The bra's are different. Right, time to move on. I should have clipped there, but I missed. We've hit sorry. an all-time low. Oh. I'm sorry, people. I'm using people tune in for this time. stuff. I don't know if Trev's getting stuff, sick or getting horny. I don't know. I don't well, know where this, he's gone with this. This makes it's a bad both. It's a bad both, mate. It's disturbing. <laughs> I've never felt like this before. This is honest. a good segue into the question. The last question. All right, another question. Um, <laughs> um, who put this question in? Because <laughs> there's, there's no right. name on it. It's Trev, great. is at the end. No, 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 I, no, no I answered no. it. I answered don't blame, it. Don't blame poor Trev. I put it in. All right. <laughs> so it says from one of the idiots on the podcast, would you pay two dollars for the adult version of this podcast? I would, Trev. <laughs> five are at least, man. Come on. Don't yeah. understand. Yeah. The thing is, I tried to do this already because, like I said, I'm going to be putting out. This is a serious note. I, it's an idea. That I was going to like, Star Citizen's about to drop. My first paid podcast is I was going to do another version that people can yeah. pay like a couple of dollars for, and it's just purely about that one game. And people can just message me in and say, Look, we'd like to hear you lot talk or hear a, a podcast about this game or about this subject. And there'll be extras. Mm -hmm. So the podcast will still go out for free every Thursday, as usual. And then there'd be extra ones like, I want to do a Star Citizen one. I'm kicking you lot off of it because you don't play Star Citizen. Um, bringing other people on who are better at Star I, Citizen I than it. you lot. You don't count as playing it. What are you talking about? I was playing <laughs> the game when it was out. How many spaceships are there in game? Seventeen. Ah, like hundred and something, isn't there? Oh, you got the yeah. right. <laughs> I played with you when I was on all your all your uh, all your streams and everything. You remember all this? Yeah. Jeez. In all seriousness, I genuinely think you should do that, Nick. But I would I would do a patron generally. Because a patron is set levels, Dumb and patron. you can bring out regular ad hoc content. Regular, you get people buying it. I'm telling you, man, right off the bat. Yeah, but I the thing is, great. I've done that before. Um, yeah, but it was for the magazine, mate. That was different. Yeah, but it's not that. It's the way it's integrated, and it's the way I want to connect things. And I, and the thing is, with patron, like you say, people pay for a monthly, like so. It's a reoccurring monthly thing. Yeah. So they expect yeah. monthly stuff. But this ain't going to be really? like that. This is going to be off the bat, right? This is going to be one. And the thing is, say I put a Star Citizen one out. Someone so can buy that in a month's board. time or in a year's time. And they just pay the $2 or whatever it is. I think it has to be $3. I don't think you can do $2. I think that was my issue before. But, you okay. know, it's just an idea. This podcast is always going to be free. It's not going anywhere. Um, I, I would like to. I'll give you an update about, you know, the adverts. Mm -hmm. It's pissed mm -hmm. me off a little bit, to be fair. So we moved over to the new podcasting hosting because they integrate adverts for you. And I'm not going to lie. They gave me a figure of what my numbers and downloads would give me. Yeah. So I transferred the whole thing over there and basically transferred it all over there. I had to put in all my own stats. It took me, took me ages. Um, and each podcast, they, like every day, the maximum adverts they've given me in a day which they told me a price, which was like, oh, that'd be good. Um, the maximum adverts in a day I've had is 15. That's over something like 300 downloads. Like, Maybe so... that's the maximum you can earn, no, mate. Well, the maximum, no, no, because... theory, but... 
So they told me a big figure, and then I cut that figure in half, and then I cut that figure in half again, and that's what I'd expect. Yeah, a third Uh, maybe of what they said. But but over the last two months, I've made a dollar. That ain't cutting it. Congratulations. Wow. Like, so I've been messaged. I started emailing them saying, look, why did you entice me onto your platform? And they were like, oh, it's, it's new what we're doing. When we fully roll it out, we'll let you know. I was like, that's that doesn't matter to me. You you came to me mm-hmm. and you said that there's this much for this much downloads. I've told you the downloads, I've done them, and basically you've not fulfilled your side. And they said, oh, do you know what? When we get there, it might build up, it might not. We don't know yet. So they've sold something that's not real. But the thing is, I lost a lot of subs and viewers over the transition, yeah, if not half, and now they're not supply me with what i've gone over there for you know a lot of people are saying just go back but if i go back then you're going to lose even more people so it's just a pain in the ass rant over yeah and i every time i emailed them now they ignore me (laughs) well do your special then like you said just do a star citizen when it comes out as a one-off with gray and Mm. creature and a couple of guys play it and um yeah it's experiment i think you'll even if you only got 10 or 20 people downloading it that's still something do you get to keep all of it though yeah yeah so the thing is it's it's not about making the money it's about seeing if there's some kind of plan where i can make a little bit on the side from doing something we love doing and people it's like a win-win because people get to hear about their game because obviously we do the podcast now and we talk about all random stuff and random games but if someone came along and said oh i really like call of duty I reckon I'd love to hear you like chat a whole hour about Call of Duty or two hours. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that and for then, certain games, yeah. Yeah, and then we could just sit down to like, you do Rust, so we'll do one on Rust. Yeah. And then there'll be yeah, ones we'll that people can just go to because what happens is it's only on the platform that I'm on, um, but what will happen is you can go there and just buy that one episode and then listen to it, and it's an extra. If you love the podcast, you get a little bit more if you want it. If you don't want it and you want it for free, you can carry on, you know? why not and that yeah. is that if so, anyone's yeah. got any questions in the chat um feel free to put them in now otherwise that brings us to the end has anyone got anything else they would like to talk about uh not no. in this version but on the two dollar paid one maybe <laughs> <laughs> two dollar holler <laughs> you gotta stop saying two dollar special i can't do it for two dollar it has to be three dollar okay. minimum all right three dollars fine five dollar special you get to see the the blooper reel and the naughty extras where Ross uh, got his uh, six-pack out and uh, showed us all his gear. Yeah, yeah there you go. What brand beard dye do you use, Nick? Just for men, dude. <laughs> Just for men. Because as you can see, it's white in there, boy. Look at that. It's white in there. Just like not, this, see? Not sponsored by Just for Men, but he would like to be. Great. You're the only guy I know that's receding from the back. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad it was the back of my head. <laughs> no, he's got plenty, man. He's got plenty back there. He's packing back there. I used to agree with my mate when, we, what, when we was working. He, have you ever seen someone that's hair's thinning, but they've got a skinhead? So it's like on a mm-hmm. like grade five or something, for grade three, but their hair's thinning. And I, I've, a few people I've gone up to him before and said, you're the only guy I know that's got a skinhead and a full head of hair at the same time. <laughs> Gray's got a good head of hair for being in his 60s. Well, he's got a good he's half a head right. of hair. Although his yeah, hair he is, always he looks... used to be right here too, but you know, it's it, like he's it, turning it, into a xenomorph. Looks... <laughs> he looks angry with his hair until his missus clips it, man. It's like a mad <laughs> professor. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's getting that way now, almost. Getting wild, mate. Get the missus to clip that stuff. Yeah, I gotta get the clip going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I shaved all mine off at the sides. Look, so 
Mine's now. Hanks is cool. Hanks is cool. Blended in. Oh, but anyway, that's nope. just enough yep. of hair talk. Um, yep. Hair, beard, whiskers. That brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody um, that's come in the chat and sent questions in. Uh, all the donations, really, really do appreciate the donations Sweet for um, the autism walk that I'm doing on the 2nd of April. Um, I think Gray's about to spam it in there again. Um, what? Oh. I thought you, what you was doing, you just written lol. <laughs> no, it's Creature's comment. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Yeah, I was answering Creature. <laughs> um, and basically, uh, if anyone wants to get involved in the community, just jump onto the Discord. Just search Extreme PC UK Discord. Um, it will come up, and you can just jump in, jump into games. Everybody's friendly on our Discord, uh, and they're all amazing people, and we're all good and go from there. Uh, and just before I do go, uh, Insomnia um, I-70, we're going to be there, and we'll be on the stand as usual, having loads of fun. Um, anyone's welcome to come meet us for that as well. That'll be cool. And that Everybody brings me to the end. Cheers, everybody, for coming in. Bye bye. You're welcome. Bye. Shall I say it again? I don't want to set the world on fire I just want to start a flaming